Hello, I'm Vada. Hi, Vada. This is Roxy. And you're listening to VCR. Hello, Roxy. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Awesome. And now before we get into this fun topic of a show, we have to do something official that I'm embarrassed that we haven't even done it yet, but I'm sure <laughs> the audience has figured it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of listener land, officially, officially, there is a new co-pilot with me flying this tr- plane into the mountain, waiting to crash. <laughs> <laughs> and my new po- co-pilot is the absolutely lovely and wonderful Roxy Perez. So let's give her a round of applause as our new co-host to the VCR show. Now, as an explanation, because I'm sure some of you are like, what the fuck, where it happened to Carlo? Carlo has um, put on his parachute and jumped off the plane before we crashed because, (laughs) (laughs) like, no joke, he found Dungeons and Dragons to be more lucrative for some reason. (laughs) I'm not sure how, but he has managed to uh, make a thing out of Dungeons and Dragons and I'm happy for him and proud of him. And uh, maybe one day, and he has said he'd love to come back as like you know doing a guest thing. So maybe we'll do a, a Dungeons and Dragons episode and he can talk us through it. But my new permanent, wonderful co-host, again, is the lovely and always wonderful Roxy Perez. Welcome. Thank you. It's been great. It has. It really has been. I love her dynamic. It's really wonderful. It, it's it's a great dynamic we have, and a lot of people have written in and told us, uh, well, told me like we have a great dynamic going on. So that is always wonderful to know. That is. That's great to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's good to have a woman's perspective too, because originally it's just two guys, you know, blabbing <laughs> about guy things that we have no idea about, you know, <laughs> and, and we're nerds, so half the guy things we talked about we didn't even know about. <laughs> That's what guys talk about? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what do guys do? I don't fucking know. I stay home all the time. <laughs> I have three dogs and Netflix account. I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> right? You know, I'm set. <laughs> if if you remember, if you've heard our last show, Pornhub's a thing. We don't... <laughs> Zombies and Pornhub, what else do you need in life? Right, they go hand in hand. They do. Haha, touche. Let me tell you, the first thing I think about when I think of zombies is porn. Right. And apparently we're not the only ones because, you know, there there are films out there such as Zombies versus Strippers or Zombie Strippers. strippers. And uh, (laughs) apparently a lot of adult entertainers go in on acting on these films. But hey. (laughs) That, that's a whole other, that, that sounds like a part B to an episode right there. <laughs> really, it really does. We, we need to jump on that again. But today's episode, the thing that everyone raves about, the thing that me and Roxy have been raving about lately, Stranger Things. Yes. Oh, wow. What a great show. It is amazing. And this season has just been phenomenal. I I am so happy with this season. I, you know, I love all the seasons, but I have to say this season, season four really was hard hitting. And I will say this too. It was a lot 
darker than I thought it was going to be. Like they were like, really, what the fuck? We're going into like some darkness right here. And I'm not talking about just the set. I'm talking about like, there's some dark shit happening. Here. Right. And yeah. before we go any further, I want to say, um, spoiler alerts. There might be some spoiler alerts in yes. here. So if you don't want us to ruin it, if you haven't seen it yet, tune in after you watch it. <laughs> you know, you want us to ruin it. It's like any relationship. We get into it so we can ruin you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been totally insane. Like how dark this has been getting and season four has just like been so dramatic like I could not tear myself away from watching it I couldn't either I started the first episode of season four mm -hmm. stupidly I will admit stupidly <laughs> I started the first episode before I was supposed to go to uh, my friend's husband's birthday dinner party mm -hmm. right and I'm like I started it and I was like, when it ended, I was like, no, I have to leave. I want to keep watching. And I was just so taken back with how that first episode ended. I was screaming and I was like, oh my God, like you, like what a way to bring it in. Like, holy crap. Oh my God. It was it so was good. So amazing. And then, you know, who else, like, even though they were short lived on the show, awesome job acting wise the the two bodyguards who were assigned to them in the house when the military yes. comes in yes and it's like and that one that one the the white one he was just like hardcore pop, 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 pop. he just did not stop until he got those kids out i was like i was not wow. expecting that from those two they didn't look like they had it in them no, and i was like they surprised. whipped it out yeah they whipped it out and they were like going at it i was, I was like, like holy shit rambo the fuck is happening here <laughs> i was like there is a fucking gunfight like no tomorrow yeah things, with these little kids in the house i was like oh my god this was amazing so yeah th those two like they did a really great job in a convincing moment um the all of season four has just been utterly spectacular and i love 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 like every character has been something amazing in mm -hmm. this. And especially one of my favorites is like Paul Reiser's character, uh, Dr. Sam. Uh-huh. Name. Uh, let me let me like, figure out what his last the name is. The nicer of the doctors. Yes, the nicer quote. of the doctors, not Papa, but yeah. uh let's see, Paul Reiser plays Dr. Sam Owens. And he is absolutely amazing in this. Um, he's just been really great. You know, I've always been kind of a Paul. I was never a huge Paul Reiser fan because back in the 90s, I don't know if you remember, he had a show in the late 80s, early 90s called Mad About Mad You. Yes, I do remember that show. It was him, Linda Hunt. And I remember the theme song better than I remember, you know, him. You yeah, know, I used to watch that show all the time. Yeah, and he was just so he was he was a good comedian, and so to see him in something like this, it's like wow. I mean, just right. got some acting skills there, you know. And he's great. He really is great in this show. He's one of my favorite characters. Um, so yeah, Paul Reiser coming into this has been a really great. Uh, 
you know, event because like he, he's been in it in a couple of seasons and he's just amazing in it. He really is. Was not expecting that. But Paul Reiser has been one of my favorites. And I don't know. Do you have a favorite character? For season four? Mm-hmm. I think or it's, any of them. I'm, I'm pretty much like, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. I'm pretty much like most people. And Eddie and Argyle, like I love oh. them. And like Argyle is the greatest. I love him. Call him it, brochachos. Like, <laughs> I love that guy. I love him. <laughs> Bro, dude. <laughs> Dude, I was like, he is, is that my dude my dude Let's, I love him when he goes into the pizza shop wanting to like uh use their use their, their freezer yeah as as a as a water deprivation thing he's like my dude yeah my dude yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> and they, it was so funny he's like whoa I love your shirt <laughs> oh, they, they talk just the same it's so funny it's been, you know, I have to say it, that character has been absolutely spectacular. He's, you know, there, he, there's been so much much needed comic relief. Oh, yeah. You know what? He, like, he, yes. He really has. He's been excellent on this. And like, because of it. Now, I've seen him do another movie. He really didn't have a huge name until this. Str- Stranger Things have like really kind of... Uh, pushed him to the top mm-hmm. and i'm trying to get my full cast list here and i'm surprised he is not top credited on this uh, internet movie database you know internet movie database get it together baby Seriously. i mean th- this man needs to be like top credit here hell you got matthew modine top credit and you don't have homeboy top credit i'm, I'm kind of pissed about that you know right but uh let's see here his name is going to eventually pop up isn't it like eduardo or something i want to say that's right here we are eduardo yeah eduardo franco yes he has done some other stuff but like really stranger things is really what's put him at the top and um the package is something it's a comedy it is hysterical he plays this uh teenager they're gonna go out this camping trip no joke uh (laughs) i can't remember exactly what he did but the premise of the of the uh, movie is that he does something that causes him to cut his dick off no joke (laughs) and they're out in the woods and oh my gosh and so his dick falls off and so they pack it in ice and they're trying to get him to a hospital and a lifelike comes in and picks him up right and takes him to the hospital but they got like the the packages mixed up so the kids still have his dick oh my god (laughs) they have to they have to find him and get this reattached or else he's going to be dickless for the rest of the funny it was actually a really good movie it was funny it's called the package uh stars are our guy here from stranger things but he has been a delight to have in this like watching him as a stoner it's been it's so, so funny good. he nails that role <laughs> he really does he's so good at it 
And but you know, I gotta say, a lot of these characters are really great as well. They uh, really are. I don't know why the guy who kind of blew my mind and has become like this weird unsung hero. And tell me if you feel the same way, Murray. Please tell me you're gonna say Murray. It's Murray. I it love Murray. Murray. Yes. It has been like, wow, this guy, you think he's a Him total too. Weeb, a total, a total nerd, a total conspiracy. And he is like the fucking hero. He, I, yes, he, he really, is- they really brought his character up in this season. Like oh he was my. already like, you know, there. Yes. It's like, like wh- I, they, I don't know. He just, they brought his character up so many notches with this, with this season. Yeah, it's like you really originally you would think that um, he was going to be a throwaway character, but it's it wasn't like he's really like just amazing in this and like that whole thing where he was about to uh, do karate. That was so good (laughs) that my my what is it my fingers are like arrows and my toes are like spears or whatever exactly as he says just like absolutely spectacular but I also like that the fact that you know Stranger Things in general is it's based in the 80s right so they find all these they, they dig up like these actors who were really big from the 80s or were relevant like Matthew Modine, for those of you who still have no idea who Matthew Modine is, he is Papa. And Matthew Modine was a big deal in the 80s. He did a lot of uh, a lot of movies back in the 80s. Um, and he's, he was just a huge deal back then. And in fact, this is, I'm showing Roxy right now, some pictures of Mr. Younger Matthew Modine here. You know, oh, yes, now I remember him younger. Yeah, he was in, by the way, Full Metal Jacket, which a lot of people love that movie. Uh, he's done a lot of great movies, uh, back in the day Cutthroat Island, Full Metal Jacket. You know, he, he did quite a few of them, and back in the 80s, he was just kind of a really, really big deal. And wow, his, look at that list! Yeah, his, his filmography is huge. You know, um, apparently he started off exactly like something we talked about in an ABC after school special. Yep. <laughs> and then just kept going from there. Um, wow. Full Metal Jacket, Orphans, American Playhouse, Married to the Mob. I remember that. The Gambler, The Gamble, you know, uh, Memphis Bell. I do remember that. Uh, Pacific Heights. And he's done so much. So he's kind of an impressive actor. But like some of the ones that they get that are just short-lived too. I don't know if you remember. I think it was season two. They get Gary Busey. Not Gary yeah. Busey. Um, Gary Busey's son. Nick he Man. looks a lot like Gary it, Busey. Yeah, it just if you see them, they look identical. Yeah. But the son was in it. So I like that they're kind of digging up these older actors. Yes. And bringing them back, the ones who were in the 80s. So it's been a great show. Can we um, talk about the music for this show? Holy 
shit. Wow. Like they, they, whoever their music director is for the show is doing a phenomenal job. Like they are great at picking songs. Kate Bush. And every song that they have used, pretty much every song that they've used for this season has become like a hit, like a hit again. Yes. Reborn and these Gen Z's are falling in love with these songs. It's great. I love it. I love it. And they're mostly right now, of course, the big one is uh, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush, you know? Yes. And everyone's loving that. I'm just, well, yeah, it's an no, amazing that song, song is great. It, it is. It, it really is. And her voice. Oh, and then hearing all of the 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 remakes of the song, mm-hmm. like different people, like I've heard a rock one. I've heard an R&B one. I'm like, I've heard different genres remake that song and i like i'm blown away by all of them you know what blows my mind so like today and this happened today you know i was driving back from a doctor's appointment and i had it on one of the local rock stations right no shit it wasn't the oldie station it wasn't it was the modern local rock station playing kate bush running up that hill I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, uh, yeah. And you know, what's kind of weird is like back in the 80s, at least here in America, that song wasn't that huge. I mean, like, I, I mean, it was not a thing down here for, I mean, I don't remember it in the 80s. Do you remember it? No, not really. Not at all. Actually, I'm going to say not really. Not at all. I don't yeah. ever remember hearing that song. It wasn't huge down here because, I mean, it was a British huge pop sensation but in america i want to say that thing if it got airplay it was not a whole hell of a lot not a lot Mm -mm. especially down in houston because i love my 80s music and i remember that Mm -hmm. and yeah like i would have remembered kate bush too she wasn't that big for us back in the 80s here in america but like oh i guess overseas yes obviously she was huge but uh the fact that they even went with that was pretty spectacular and that woman was brilliant Mm-hmm. like she not only wrote that song and sang that song she has all the rights to it so mm. she is raking it in right now kudos oh, yeah. to her absolutely good for her like she made this song ages ago and now mm-hmm. she's reaping the benefits of it like dude like that's amazing i'm sad i'm sad to say i'm gonna be a little embarrassed to tell you this but i'm gonna tell you this so you know spotify gives you alerts every now and then like when you've done something interesting and mm-hmm. one of my alerts, no shit. I took a screenshot of it because I was like, God, this is so embarrassing and no one's going to believe me. It says, you're in the top 5% of listeners for running up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Sounds like, like I need to maybe stop listening to that. Take that off my playlist. Like, okay, <laughs> we're going to. We're going to go ahead and just uh, to give that a break. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to give my other 80 songs, uh, uh, right? give them a run for their money. But no, like even in that roller skating ring, when they're playing the music as like they start off with Falco's Rock Me Amadeus. Mm-hmm. I remember when that came back and no joke, I have it somewhere. I actually have the uh, original 45 record of Falco's Rock Me Amadeus. Uh which was back then that was a huge hit back in the 80s 
Rock Me Amadeus. Yes, that was. That, that was massive. Was. And it was weird because it was not an English song because he's not speaking English. He's He was, uh, what was it? Austrian. So if you ever listen to it, it, uh -huh. and everything he's saying it's all it's all austrian and it's like it's well german <laughs> but it was so good it's a shame his career didn't go longer because he died in a um in a car accident oh man so he died in a car accident so his his um his career didn't take off the way it, it should have but so many of them kind of died in yeah. those weird ways but that was falco's rock me amadeus but you are right the whole whoever is researching their 80s music they fucking needs a pay doing their job yeah they are doing their job and, oh my god so i i don't want to ruin the scene but it was my favorite scene in this season and all i'm gonna say is metallica oh yeah baby yes. Puppet. <laughs> yes that scene oh, oh my god I literally like jumped up from how I was sitting and sat on the edge and I was fully enthralled in that scene. I was just like, oh my God. It was, that master, was an epic scene. Master. <laughs> I was like, like oh my God. He, oh my God. Eddie was, um, he was brilliant in that scene. Mm -hmm. And whoever did, whoever does the CGI on that scene, good God. Fucking spectacular. <laughs> oh my yes. God. That was, that was amazing. My, um, it, it was just, that was such an epic uh, scene right there. It, it was just like, you know, wow. <laughs> like, I had goosebumps. I was screaming. Like, if you're a metalhead, you're going to love this scene. Yeah, oh. It is just amazing. Yes, absolutely. And kind of going back to it. So I want to make sure I get this right. I don't want to say the wrong thing. So Roxy, I don't know if you can see my screen here. Mm -hmm. But again, Murray has become this huge hero, right? And I'm going to fucking buy this hoodie and I'm going to write it off as an expense on the show. Do you want one? <laughs> but it's Murray doing karate and it's like, my fingers are like arrows, my arms like iron, my feet, not my feet, my feet like spears. <laughs> I was like, yes, Murray. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yes. Oh my God. It was like so good, but he, he's been so spectacular in, in the show, but yeah, between the music and the character development, it season four has been a wild ride has been yes. a fucking wild ride. Even, even like down to the first murder where the first girl dies. Oh man. That, yes. That, oh. that had me. Yes. Like that, that's, I was sucked in. I was just like, oh my, I, like I said, I was supposed to go to a dinner party. I almost didn't make it. Cause I was going to be, I was going to stay home and watch more. <laughs> and talk about, uh, talk about like getting a, the character development. So good. I gotta say the bad guy for this fucking season. Talk wow. About, the build like, up. Oh man. Oh God. It's like, no, yes, I kind of knew that, but right. no. <laughs> right. 
exactly how it was no yes no no i knew it but no <laughs> and i think i think me i was like oh, no freaking way mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean vecna it's like where the fuck did this guy come from and just so good uh masterfully played just masterfully done uh that that costuming that they have him in oh yeah it's like where the fuck you like you need to keep paying these people top dollar seriously whatever you're paying them you need to pay them more and yes. they are doing great jobs like they are surpassing their jobs yeah it's like these guys are just like on fire so who netflix take some advice fucking double that shit right now <laughs> jeez they deserve it <laughs> they really do like uh like i, mean, I haven't seen a, a series done this well in so long it's I, I haven't geeked out so hard yes like, exactly forever. like i haven't Seriously, I haven't geeked out over a show in a long time. Jamie Campbell as Vecna is just <laughs> amazing. Just amazing. And like, you know, here's kind of like, I know me and Roxy can see it and you guys can't. But like, here's a side by side with him as the orderly in the in the show. And then him as Vecna. It's just wow. You know, yeah. just really wow and does a great job and the and the the unfolding as to who vecna is it's like oh jesus christ you know if you don't know it by now you're about to know it he's one he's number one you know so in the experiments that papa's been running uh he was the first of the experiments and Papa apparently knew Homeboy was so fucked up that he implanted some type of weird shock collar into his actual neck. You know, Papa's a bit of a sadistic bastard. That's yes, all I can is. say. You know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to implant some electrodes in you. And when you. No, I mean, did he implant those in his neck to stop him from using his powers? Is that what it was? Yes, he implanted. It's like minimize it. his powers, right? He, he did it to control one. Because one apparently had super supernatural powers um, that were on par with eleven, because eleven is apparently more powerful than one. Uh, but what ends up happening is he implants it into him, and he does this to control him. And then, if you remember, there's that scene where the orderly or one is trying to talk you know, 11 into running away with him. Mm -hmm. But he's like, but there's this problem. There's a right. And then yeah. fucking 11 pulls it out with her Oops, mind. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be right back. And he goes inside and starts killing everybody. Yep. <laughs> and that, got all the frustration to let out. <laughs> yeah. And then the fucking that's when 11 uh, sends him to the, you know, upside down. Mm -hmm. so i've told you all if you haven't seen season four fuck it you well just, now you know you've just got the watered down version right now but nothing that i say can so, fuck in. you gotta watch it you yes. gotta watch it it's fucking so, amazing there's a fan theory going around i don't know if you've tell heard me. it tell me there is a fan theory about one 
and 11 and how they're connected. Is one the loneliest number or? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That that joke made no sense here, but let's pretend it did, you know? (laughs) So so the fan theory is that, um, so one, when I think Papa got him, that was like in what, 19, no, it was 1960 something. I can't remember. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds so about right. So he was, I think, like 11 or something like that. I forgot how old he was. So anyways, he was a kid and Papa got him, right? And mm-hmm. then Papa found 11's mother and brought her in in mm-hmm. 1979, right? Mm-hmm. So do the math here <laughs> to figure out how old he was back then. But so supposedly in 1979, when he brought her mother in, one would have been like in his early 20s, maybe like 21, 22, maybe mm-hmm. 24. So the theory is that one is Eleven's father. Not feeling that theory. I can roll with it a little bit. Not feeling that because when I'm, this- I'm 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 horribly explaining it because I can't remember all the details. No. But that's basically the theory. Like he was, he would have been right around the same age as the mother when he brought her in, and they maybe did their thing, and then one no can't get down with it i can't there's too many flaws to that one because one one has been there his entire life and has never been able to escape so he does not have the ability to escape and procreate with 11's mom and the other issue papa brought 11's mom into the place no i think i think i could be wrong you tell me your memory is better than mine no it's not trust me okay so maybe (laughs) i thought it was that papa discovers 11 right and then kind of steals her takes her away from the mom and the mom and 11 originally in the outside world there they haven't been introduced to this hidden you know experimental world that papa has so I, I'm kind of thinking it's that. So I, I, I can't get behind the one is, da- is daddy, you know, because one's been locked up for too long. So I can't, nah, I can't feel that one. But, you know, hey, what, what do I know? We'll see what season five whips out, you know. Um, I will say this, that one is an amazing character. And um, the fact that they brought in Robert Engel to play his dad in yes. this was like, bravo, you I just whipped freaked. out. Yeah, I freaked and fangirled when I saw Robert Engel. I, I was like, oh! Mr. Like, oh, oh my God, Freddy. Okay, Those so here's are- kind of like a, a, a synopsis of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it says, one fan theory that's arisen during the gap between Stranger Things episodes is that Vecna is Eleven's biological father. Henry Creel, number one, would have been at the lab while Eleven's mother, Terry, was there. And at one point, he even tells Eleven he knew her mother. Uh, you know what? I, no, I'm not going to go with that either, because if you remember Vecna or Henry or one was originally telling Eleven. Remember when he has her in the upside down? Uh, I originally wanted you to rule at my side, but no longer, you know, like like it was more like 
we're the same and almost like a, a romantical kind of thing. So I, I, what, that's I didn't really creepy. get romantical vibes from that. Really? I kind of got mm-hmm. some weirdness from that. So, cause let me look at them. They're kind of creepy. So I don't know. <laughs> Power wise, it's like, we can rule together. I mean, it could be a Darth Vader thing. Like we can rule the galaxy together. You know, I guess it could be like that, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not buying that. That's one's dad. I mean, 11's dad. I'll, I'll, I'll accept some other theory. I want to accept that theory. <laughs> you know. Well, I know you're more into out. it than I am, but I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to think of that theory, but I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I want to know also, what is the deal with Will? Oh my God. Yeah. So clearly I think they're going to go with Will. I mean, what, what are we talking about? His sexuality or are we talking about like uh, where he no, stands like, with all this? Yeah. Like his down. connection with everything, like okay. how he was taken, how he still has that connection. Cause he said he can still feel him. He can still feel what he's feeling. He can like, he's connected to him. Yes. Now, so me and you were talking about this earlier. Will does have this really interesting connection to the mind flare. And let's go back and discuss what the hell the mind flare is. So for those of you who do not remember mind flare, if you go back to season one, it's that massive weird spider looking thing that's standing over Hawkins and the upside down at the end Mm -hmm. of the season. And when Vecna is talking about how he became an explorer and discovered this amazing new power, and it's that big shadowy looking monster, which is a demigorgon, uh, that is the mind flare, or, or the what is also known as the shadow monster. So well, that's I think what the, it is. I think the demigorgon is that thing that has the its head just opens up like a flower and it's nothing but teeth. I think no. that's a demigorgon. No, no, those are weird Lord Doggy things. The demigorgon <laughs> is also like a demigod, uh, which is going to be the mind flare that that big huge thingy that I was showing you earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be the demigorgon, the the mind flare, the shadow monster, and so that's what that is. So Will gets taken. All right, in season one, and he's in the upside down, and they're trying to get him out the upside down. And Will discovers how to communicate through lights, which is kind of really interesting. But obviously, he has some type of connection. And I think there's some type of connection, too, as I think you had pointed this out, because he's he's taken not just I don't think it's like he's taken randomly. I think he's selected. So there's something special about Will that we don't know about yet. So that thing is a Demogorgon. I just looked it up. Thank you. I like it when I'm right. No, No, the thing that I'm telling you. Oh, no, I don't believe that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're like, no, absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Refuse to believe that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give it to you. It's a Demogorgon. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what ends up happening is, so the, the, the Will is obviously special. And I think we're going to see that in season five. It's going to come back to Will 
as being something probably more powerful than we thought, which means that we kind of have to look at what's going on with Will's family, like what makes him powerful, like what's up with mom? And have you ever noticed they've never talked about Will's dad? We just we just get thrown into it that it's a single mother household. So is there something maybe special about Will's dad that we don't know about? Is there the daddy issue going on here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who you knows? Know. I hope I hope they really dig into that more with season five. I hope so too. This is going to be really exciting. Now, the one thing I just will not tolerate, it cannot be like three to four years later that they give us a new season. I know. That was ridiculous waiting. I, I don't know if I can wait that long. Yeah, because like season three ends and then how many years did we wait for season for this season four like it was like two to three years I like the kids are damn near grown and in high school now <laughs> i know right one of the kids the one who plays um will's best friend uh which i don't know why i'm not catching these names like i i would but like uh will's best for, uh friend mike Mike Wheeler, um, the actor Finn Wolfhard. That's Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> Sounds like wow. I I'm not sure how I feel about that name. <laughs> <laughs> now that Finn Wolfhard, I was like, uh, someone's watching a little bit too much Pornhub at the time. <laughs> you get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, no, I mean, think about it. Come on. What kind of name is that? I'm Finn Wolfhard. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Sounds like a some kind of warrior. I don't know if I'm going to go with a warrior either. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, an adult actor name. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> don't, don't lie to me. Don't, don't say you ain't hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't hear it. <laughs> So Mr. Finn Wolfhard here, uh, in the time that they were still making uh, season four, trying to get to it, he went off and he did the Ghostbusters movie, which, by the way, was absolutely fabulous. I loved him in Ghostbusters, and it, that was just an amazing movie as well. I'll have to do a whole other episode on that. But like he, I... he was quite good. Did you see that? I have not seen that yet. <gasps> Why do you break my heart? Why? <laughs> Why I have you... not seen it yet. Why do you hurt me, Roxy? <laughs> your... Because it brings me great joy. Right, with your <laughs> Gorgons, and you're not watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> but like, he, he really is, you know, a, a spectacular actor as well. Now, I know you brought this up, and I am going to uh, just let you have at this one. Mr. Hopper. <laughs> oh, Lord. Woo! <laughs> Mr. Hopper was looking good this season. Oh. Yes, indeed. Russian prison did his body good. <laughs> his new Soviet they... starvation diet. Number one Soviet Union. <laughs> like they shaved his head. He's got Ooh. abs and stuff. Oof. He had yeah. more than abs. I was like, God damn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Like, what the fuck I... I think every older woman like let's say every like millennial and elder millennial was like damn 
I think every, I think every woman, every woman over, let's say over the age of 30, because I don't think women in their 20s were looking at. No, you know, I bet you there are some women in their 20s with some daddy issues that are like, oh, uh, my true, God. True. Yes. Well, whoever, maybe everybody, because he was looking really good this season. And I can't see anybody not ogling that. <laughs> I, and I, I was even like, God damn, how much weight did this man lose? <laughs> I had to like Christ. I had to double take. I was like, hold on. Didn't he used to be a little chubby? I need you to put your shirt back on, sir. You are making me (laughs) self-conscious. Like I feel bad about myself now. And and me, I'm like, sir, I'm gonna need you to put your shirt back on because I need to focus on the show. But also, I bet Winona Ryder was loving that. <laughs> that For that real, I would have loved scene where he's it. taking his shirt off and like, oh my God, kiss, kiss, make out, make out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get it. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm going to give it to him. Homeboy clearly worked hard to get that yes, body. Yes, he did. And, he and, did. and the short amount I- of time that they had. Talk about that must have been like a military regiment fucking workout every day. It really was. I saw a video on TikTok of one of his workouts and I was like, geez, I was like, no wonder he looks that good. I can't watch that. I'm afraid that if I actually watch that video, what he's doing, I may have the heart attack for him. Like, oh God, (laughs) no shit. Just watching it. (laughs) I'm sweating. I feel faint. <laughs> oh my God. This flower is a wilt. <laughs> like, no, this, this shit ain't happening for me. Yeah, you're absolutely immediately no. Immediately, I was like, nope, no. nope, nope, not doing it. Never mind. <laughs> Gonna go sulk into a candy bar now. <laughs> right. Water burger. <laughs> I'm gonna run to Whataburger really quick. I was like, I feel so self conscious. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sadly, you know, I'll say this too. Uh, Matthew Modine, for as old as he is, is in damn good shape. Yes, he is. I mean, I gotta say, I mean, other than you could not hide those wrinkles with enough makeup, but you know, he's in damn good shape for for his age, and he still got all his hair, something I don't have. So you know, yeah. Fuck you, Matthew Modi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, it, it's just truly, truly a great cast. And what about Joe Carey, Mr. Steve, Steve Harrington, Mr. Hair? I was like, the hair, him, him, yes. and I was like, wow, they, they just some perfect fucking and the the thing is like i've seen so many people post this like so many people are like you know you want your best friends to be uh steve and you know uh oh my god what is with me in names today steve (sighs) mr epic guitar player what was that character eddie eddie see everyone's all like god you know you want your best friends to be steve and eddie and i was like yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, they are kind of badass. They are fucking pretty spectacular here, uh, because and and they were and they were great casting. I, I whoever your casting director is, fucking pro. They need a look. A, everybody a, a, that's Emmy working nomination. on this show is doing phenomenal. Like yes, they they all need raises. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just 
been a great show but it's hard to believe too that stranger things started in 2016 holy really yeah for season one came out 2016 wow and has been going since and then we had that uh three-year wait there because you know covid and oh yeah you know jim hopper there you know working out and fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Wolfhard doing other movies, you know, just like, wow. I think even Winona Ryder, I could be wrong on this. Isn't she doing like Beetlejuice too? You know, I don't know. My understanding is Beetlejuice too has been in the works. And so that that, talks about it, but I didn't know anything was like for sure. Uh, I've heard a lot of talks. I've seen a lot of shit pop out too. But that's one of those things that they've been keeping like under wraps, out of the wraps, under wraps, out of the wraps. You know, it's been very, very funky um, with that. So if they are doing Beetlejuice too, which according to Internet Movie Doodoo Base, I'm not seeing anything on that. But I hope they are. That would be great if they did. Yeah. You know, but Winona Ryder herself is an 80s icon. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, just Edward Scissorhands. Ah, so Heathers, do you remember Heathers? Heathers was in 88, yeah. Yeah, Heathers was like just a. I I think she may have been like in the beginning of her acting in the 80s, and mm-hmm. then she really blew, like blew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Girl Interrupted was spectacular. Did you see that? Love. That's one of my favorite movies. And then, of course, you can't forget her in Beetlejuice. Angelina Jolie, I'm going to put this in my aorta. (laughs) She's like, that's not where it's at. Oh, okay. He gives it back to her. (laughs) That was such a good movie. really is. And then, but no, seriously, like, you just can't forget her in in, uh, Beetlejuice either. She was so good. She did such a great job in that. She was so adorable in that, too. Just, like, absolutely amazing. Uh, so again, just nothing but 80s icons throughout this. But uh, also, you know, Stranger Things was 2016. It's just hard to believe. Wow, you know? I know that is so hard to believe. And uh, the creators, Matt Duffer and Ro- Ross Duffer, good for you. That is some spectacular writing you have going on. There. Really? Like, yes. You two are skilled, skilled people very skilled writers do you have a favorite episode so far or oh, just a favorite man. season it's hot well right it's now it's you're gonna say four. hopper like, <laughs> <laughs> like right now it's season four yeah it's like I, I almost heard a slip of the tongue like you say hopper what <laughs> <laughs> no i it's hard to say like Season one was so good because, you know, that's what got me. Of course, that's what got you in, you know? Yeah. But I really have to say this season, just because, just because of the first episode, that first episode is so mm-hmm. well done. It sucks you in. And then, of course, the, that, 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 that epic scene that I just cannot get over with Eddie Mm-hmm. I have to say, like, yeah, this this season is definitely. I mean, season three was good too. They're all good, but I, yeah, this one was just like a masterpiece. 
No, it, it really was. It, it really was. And then Eddie also becomes this unsung hero, too, because, you know, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, you're about to get it. But like where he decides I'm tired of running. Yeah, it's time for me to be a hero. Yes, he's having those flashes and he's like, oh. I just ran, I just ran. And, and he wants to like, make oh. up for that. It's like, yes. Oh, when I tell God. you, and also another reason this is my favorite season. Mm-hmm. No other season has made me this emotional. Really? Like, I cried. And when I say cried, I mean cried, like bald. <laughs> like I was like Kim Kardashian ugly crying because it, it just had me. It really had me. Mm. Mm-mm. No, it, it's it's really it's really an amazing. Like I don't want to give away too much of what's going on for I don't want to ruin it too bad for people, but like man, I cried. <laughs> no, and, and rightfully so. It's like uh fucking Stranger Things 4 has just been really hardcore i mean just so hardcore it really has been playing with the emotions yeah and... you know like that what was the last season is when hop disappeared i'm not gonna say died like he disappeared mm-hmm. you know they didn't know what happened to him so then you know joyce and the kids and 11 like move so you know it's going through the emotion of 11 having to start a new school and going through all the bullying and all that shit so it was a very emotional season yeah and no seriously like i saw that and that would make me mad because it's like you know you see her being bullied and it's like this is really really shitty and it's like what the fuck is happening and it plays on your emotions quite a bit and yes. then this guy sherman august uh august that plays bitch. he yeah he plays oh, that bitch yes he plays the 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 lieutenant colonel mm-hmm. in this and he is such a dick he plays it so well that all you can do is be fucking angry whenever you see him it's yep. like you kind of hope something happens to him and it's just like wow he is just really out there and doing an amazing thing and at first i was like didn't he wasn't he an 80s actor at some point but i guess he was not you know going through his um, yeah look 88 colors office porter so he wasn't i mean that was i guess i don't know but like he seems to have had a much better career in the 90s like he comes out in 88 in the movie colors officer porter and then everything else is kind of like you know 90s 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 um and he has a really decent career in the 90s so can't really complain about that, but he plays it so well. He so he's much it. like much like Winona Ryder. He was bigger in the nineties. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Um, he, but he's he plays it so masterfully that it's just you just really love to hate him. Right, he really does. Because when I saw him pop up, I was like, oh no, not this bitch yeah it's just like horrible i hope he doesn't listen to this and then i'm not really calling you a bitch your character yeah your character's (laughs) total dick you know and you do and you play it so well that's and you do so well you play it so well it it makes me 
makes me wonder it makes know? me literally hate you yes it's like <laughs> i hate you so much right like now. i know it's just your character but i'm mad at you <laughs> like what a jerk <laughs> <laughs> and then you i mean just so many like the guy who played yuri the the crazy russian yes that he guy did such a great job he, he did such a good job at playing a scumbag like you like you know trying to sell everyone out for for money mm-hmm. he did he did a really really great job and yes and, he did that. so apparently he was in world war z i did oh, not wow. know that i didn't know that um but obviously he is a Russian actor because he has a lot of Russian credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really, he was great in this, even though, you know, it was, his character could have been a throwaway character. He just really brought it and did a great he job. Really did. And I have to say, like, I got to say that of every actor that they've used so far has just been an amazing actor in this show. So cannot complain, cannot complain right. one bit. And I have to say, if I've had a favorite character so far, um, you know, and it's kind of hard for me because I like so many of them. I know. Um, oh, Jesus. Well, you know, Hopper was always a, a favorite for me in the beginning because, you know, he was a heavy set guy and, you know, he yeah. was this rough and tumbled kind of thing. But I got to tell you, um, that I, I'm really big Paul Reiser right now. His character is just one of my favorites. Hopper was one of my favorites. Uh, they, they've been selling it for me for a while. And then, you know, you have, have to really get into Hopper because you, you just, from season three, all you want is to know what happened to Hopper. So that's been a big yeah. thing, you know? And the... I like how they use the doll as a way of sending a message. Yes. That was really good. I was like, clever, clever, clever. Mm-hmm. Super clever. But that's, I don't know if know, I would have thought of that. Right. You know, and all I can say is that great show. If you haven't seen it, you need to break down and see it. Uh, if you, well, I know we mostly focused all on season four, but season four was just so impactful. It really was that you just could not get enough of it. Yes. But maybe you out there in listener land, maybe you have a, uh, a Stranger Things moment you want to share, you want to tell us about. You know, maybe you feel, hey, this character is way better or this character is totally underrated and should get more credit. Tell us, tell us what your favorite episode is. Tell us if you have a favorite line so far. Of course, mine, uh, Murray, what, you know, his little <laughs> mantra there, that was like so good and so well done. Can I mention when he came out with that flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, man! yes! Oh my God. Yeah, the flamethrower. That, that was, was awesome. Yes, it was. It was great. Oh my god, that was such a good one. And that was like one of that was like one of the favorite parts of this of the season. Oh my god. And just the nail biter of how the fuck are they going to escape Russia? Right. Just, like how? Like what the hell? And see, they never really completely show us everything. I mean, we know that they get out through that helicopter, but we also the know Kinka. that huh? 
right <laughs> but we also know that like it had to have done with that phone call too you know yes. that they that they were able to get through because that's who drops hopper off in the end is the woman who you know he placed the call to and now see now i'm dying to know what happens to the doctor what happens to paul riser's character that's what he i was, was captured by the think, military i was just thinking that like who's who's gonna be in charge now yeah absolutely because papa's dead papa's dead now He's so gone. In, unless they do some weird thing where they revive him papa is dead you know so it's gonna or, be or maybe she didn't kill him she just knocked him out no no he was pretty much dead well i mean like i said you know she left him there dead and right you know, he knew he was dying so it's, there's so know, many possibilities for yeah next absolutely season, and i'm excited and i can see the military scooping him up and reviving him to torture him yeah. for a while you know yeah if so, anybody was left yeah it's gonna be really oh well no crazy. they were because what's his name came walking out right yeah i mean the, the, the lieutenant yeah the lieutenant colonel is yeah. alive and then a few of the soldiers are alive because remember 11 downs the helicopter yeah and then totally blows up everything else and then they escape in the pizza van speaking of which oh yeah we gotta talk about the pizza van before we go uh that has been an interesting treat for a lot of people so the pizza van or the surfer boy pizza number that you see on the side of the delivery van if you call that number, apparently something happens. I didn't have any luck with it. So I'm going to let Roxy, who actually had luck with it, what happened? When you call that number, mm -hmm. it's like a answering machine, I guess, mm -hmm. picks up and it's Argyle. And he's like, him being Argyle, he's mm -hmm. like, Hey, bro, chachos, like there it is, 80545pizza. Call that number. You and are going to love it. Oh, that's what it says. It says Surfer Boy Pizza. This is Argyle speaking. We make everything fresh here at Surfer Boy, Expect, <laughs> except for pineapple, which comes from a can. But I could still recommend slapping some on, a, on your pizza. <laughs> Oh, oh my god no it's great it's great like really call it you're gonna love it because i didn't really think it was gonna work but i called it and it worked but then i did see some people like saying it didn't work for them and i'm just imagining it's not working because maybe so many people were flooding the line you know i would imagine too so that number is going to be 805 457 4992 805 Four five seven four nine nine two. Call it. Let us know what happens. I know when I called it, it didn't work for me, but my dumb ass was calling the wrong number. <laughs> and, you know, that, that's just you know my own damn fault that that happened. I was dialing the wrong number, so I misread it. But oh well. But call it. Let us know what it, what well, it comes up as. Roxy is about to try it. This is Argyle speaking. We make everything fresh here at Surfer Boy, except for our pineapple, which comes from a can. But I still highly recommend slapping some juicy pineapple on your pie. Oh, fruit on your pizza's gnarly, you say. Well, I say try before you deny. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
that is good. <laughs> wow, that was good. So that's an extra treat for y'all. Definitely yes. call it, see what happens. That's been interesting. That is really interesting. That like really, like when I called it, I was like, no way this works. And I called and I had, I got that. And I was like, oh my God, like I got fangirl. I fangirled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to be our show today on Stranger Things, mostly season four. <laughs> I was going to say season four. <laughs> season four, Stranger Things. And we will see you all next time. But again, email us your favorite scene, maybe your favorite lines, maybe your favorite character. Talk to us. Tell us. You can also join us on our social medias and let us know. You can always send it to our Instagram or Twitter on uh, at the handle, the VCR show, just at the VCR show. Let us know. Or you can email us to the VCR show dot com no, i'm not lying that's our website the vcr show.com but you can email us to the vcr show at gmail.com and as always you can always always follow the lovely talented and beautiful roxy perez at her social medias which are you can find me on facebook at roxy perez curvy model on instagram at pop rocks 428 or on TikTok at the Pop Rocks. And Pop Rocks is spelled P-O-P-R-O-X-X. -X. As always, I'm Vada. This is Roxy. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye. Bye-bye. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. Need some sweet treats for your next big event? Or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs. Things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at a clean space for you at gmail.com. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms, such as Twitter and Instagram, at 
The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to the VCR Show at gmail.com.